Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Spirit of Aya podcast, and this is your host, Sarai Darbondi. Today is February 18th, 2018. Woo, 18-18. And if you're new to the station, um, what we do here, we being me and guests and anyone in the future that's going to join me, um, we talk about all things ayahuasca and what ayahuasca can do for you and really this world in terms of healing and transforming um i am currently directing a documentary called the spirit of aya and i was really inspired to also kind of record the journey along the way with the podcast and it's really just turned into this magnificent informational hub for people to come to and to find out about interesting views about ayahuasca how ayahuasca affects us um, how it can help us heal transform take us to places that we never thought were possible and along the way i hope to interview people who also have experience with the medicine a little bit of my background i am a licensed social worker here in the state of arizona And of course I work in traditional mental health where we are very Western model framework and um, we're symptom driven and all those things that, um, you know, just dominate our Western culture. So it's really interesting for me to talk to people about ayahuasca and how it's really helped them heal and transform and pretty much rewrite their DNA. Um, so let's get started with today's topic. So today's topic is all about unconditional love. And uh, first let's just start off with talking about exactly what that is. Um, so unconditional love, um, really exists first within ourselves You know, because once we learn that unconditional and compassionate and empathetic love for ourselves, then we can bring that dance that happens inside into the relationships that occur outside of us. And it's really, it really does start with ourselves because once we drop the expectations we have of ourselves, once we have compassion, once we have empathy, once we have a non judgmental approach, once we understand where we are coming from and why we are thinking the thoughts we have, feeling the feelings we have, you know, doing all this inner work, then we can really begin to understand somebody else in the same way. And that does not mean that there's not going to be anger or frustration or sadness or days where you just feel like, you know, it's too much. But it's more like this understanding that's happening in the background and it's like this commitment and you know everything i just listed off like that's the ego right so unconditional love is is from the soul so when you connect with this part of yourself it's it's easier than to really see somebody for who they really are which is their soul and never their ego because the truth is we're not our egos we are just I mean, these are just past programs coming out sometimes. And if we could just forgive each other more for not acting in ways that are 
ways that we want people to act or um you know wishing things were different and and all these things um it's it, it can be quite difficult to understand if you don't um if you even have you know if you have expectations for love um which is uh that will <laughs> that might get you in trouble right um meaning that um it's a lot of pressure on yourself and the other person to have expectations of love um and it can happen at a subconscious level you know maybe you're not verbalizing it but you know maybe Maybe it's coming out in your uh, behavior in a sideways way. And this doesn't have... To, I'm not just talking platonic. I'm talking... Um, or I'm, I was going to say I'm not just talking romantic. I'm also talking platonic. So this unconditional love that we foster within our relationships has to start with ourselves. And it can be as simple as, you know, talking more kind to ourselves you know, we can judge ourselves in so many different ways. Like we're not doing enough or I want to look a different way or, you know, just the critic inside of all of us. It comes from somewhere and um, like family of origin or social programming and realizing that it's all bullshit. Basically, um, it's not who you are. Um, a good question to ask yourself is like, would you say that stuff to a friend? You know, and that kind of helps somebody shift their entire perspective because the things that we say to ourselves sometimes, it's like, it can be really, really damaging. And our brains really don't know the difference. The chatter that goes on on the inside has to be, <clears throat> it needs to be checked. You know, um, that's one way. Um, eating really healthy food, exercising, moving, you know, respecting the body that you carry your soul in um obviously not easy to do if that's something you've you've just begun but just realize like just the small step adds up to a complete transformation um it can be setting boundaries with people <clears throat> and taking time for yourself and not feeling guilt about it you know if there's not something you want to do then don't do it you know like um I've, I've been all about that because <laughs> um, I was a human doing and still kind of have a problem with that sometimes, but I was a human doing for a really long time and realizing that it's just as awesome to be a human being <laughs> and just like enjoying life on your terms and nobody else's. Um, so these ways that we can show ourselves unconditional love um it can be it's i think unconditional love is kind of like a lifelong journey um because you have to work at it every single day um just like you would have to in your relationships you know it's a commitment it's so easy for uh, to allow the ego to take over and ride off of that fear or those expectations or those judgments and it really does take work to just uh, let go, right? Just let go and um, allow things to unfold. Um, I think in terms of romantic love, I mean, it really does take an emotional maturity to realize that 
you know, we're here to love and it's a great feeling and um, just sometimes, like, you know, you you can't help the way you feel about someone, but you can't, you can also not do anything for the other person, um, in terms of like reciprocating that, you know? Um, and once we attach to an outcome of romantic love, that's when we really get in trouble. And it's been, it's even been hard for me. It's taken me years to understand that, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different variables when it comes to romantic love. And I think one of the things that's absolutely paramount is like when two people sign up to be together, they're really signing up to commit to working on themselves. And if that is a, a thing that people do, then then, um, then I really think two people can last because then there's never any blame on the other person in, in the dynamic each person's taking full responsibility for what they're bringing to the table. And, and cause you can, I've learned, you really can only grow so much on an individual basis. Um, once you enter a dynamic, all of a sudden you're kind of tested, you know, like shit starts coming up. Somebody's triggering some stuff inside of you. And are you willing to do the work? Um, because it's super easy just to point the finger, but you know, you have to watch that direction in which the pointer is being, the pointer, the finger is being pointed because, um, we invite people in our lives that are pretty much like mirrors and sometimes they mirror things that we like. And sometimes they mirror things that we're like, I have some work to do. And that's what we're here to do. You know, if we can have like a light acceptance around that, that we're just, we're all here to work on ourselves and we're all trying to do our best. And if you can enter a fruitful romantic relationship, and like I said, even platonic, where that is the case, then both parties can understand like, oh, okay, wow, that really bothered me when you said that. Um, I wonder what that's about. And just being curious about it rather than, why the hell did you say that? You know, <laughs> um, even though the ego might want to go there, you know, initially, but, um, being able to to dig deeper and so what does ayahuasca have to do with all of this and uh, the answer is is that um, unconditional love is um, clogged up <laughs> it's waiting for us inside of us but oftentimes it's layered with shame with hurt with an internal critic with expectations with hopelessness despair sadness suicide all these things you know and ayahuasca does a beautiful thing in terms of connecting you with who you really are not all this crap <laughs> that is going on in the world you know it's it's not it doesn't connect you with the superficial part of yourself this mask you've created it connects you with who you really are in essence, which is your soul, you know? So once you're able to feel that vibration of yourself, once you begin to know and discover who you actually are, which is pure love. I mean, you are, that is what you are. You are the vibration of love and above. And that is the vibration of your soul. Yet somehow, some way 
you know, the programming of the ego will take us on all sorts of trips if we don't watch it on a daily basis and we forget over and over again. And it's really us, it's up to us to remember, you know, um, for our souls to remember. So that's, you know, why doing a daily practice can really help us, whether it's meditation so we can reconnect, doing some sort of grounding technique, breathing, um, centering ourselves, all these things to remember who we actually are and to never forget. Um, it's just so important, you know, it's so important that we continue to realize our our missions here on this earth um, and why we're here. Um, and ayahuasca does this beautifully. It really connects you with some point during ceremony with who you actually are and um, really bringing that into the light and helping you remember. Um, and how does it do that? Well, um, people told me it's like through, it's really through a feeling. And often that feeling is matched with sometimes visual, sometimes not, but it's actually becomes this like, you're shown and given this inner wisdom. You finally connect and you really can never forget it because, um, it's, it's such a remember, a remember, a rememberful <laughs> feeling. Um, and not to say that that happens the first or for many journeys for somebody. It can take somebody a while to connect with this because maybe, you know, um, like I said, oftentimes this part of you is covered up, you know, by a lot of ego defenses, a lot of trauma, a lot of whatever, right? So, um, knowing that's actually who you are originally, and then understanding that it may take some time to uncover that and that's okay. Um, that can also be something to understand. So, um, many blessings with that. And then the next part of the segment, I'm going to draw an Oracle card. Um, and I'm using John Holland's psycho psycho. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, um, Psychic Tarot for the Heart. Um, so let me just shuffle these and draw one. So I pulled the card Heal and it has this picture of this man with chains and a light in his heart. And the key words are forgive, offer, receive, serenity, hope, and inspiration. The reading is a peaceful healing energy surrounds you right now. This is an ideal time to bring healing to your relationships and realize your hopes and dreams. This card could be presenting itself to ask you, isn't it time for forgiveness? Understand that no human being can ever be perfect. By accepting this, you're in a position to forgive yourself and those whom you're involved with. Forgive freely and without reservation as blame and resentment are heavy weights to bear. By forgiving, you'll feel a weight lifted from your shoulders and become enveloped by deep serenity. You also give the gift of serenity to the other person. Don't just offer forgiveness, also offer your love and thoughtful insight. 
open non-judgmental dialogues with others sharing what you've learned and how you've grown. By doing so, you'll be encouraging to others to practice forgiveness. With hope for the future, relationships can blossom. Please know too that by forgiving yourself and embracing a hopeful spirit, you also invite new relationships into your life. At the same time, be willing to receive the blessings that others have to offer you. Be open to their insights and guidance. Listen objectively what others have to say and act upon that guidance if it feels right for you. By, oh, be receptive to divine inspiration as well. It surrounds you at this time. Heal yourself, heal your relationships, and be at peace. Affirmation, I offer and accept healing in my relationships and I am at peace. The tarot archetype is the star. And, um, you know, I was just talking to somebody yesterday about um, forgiveness. And, you know, there's some people in my life that I definitely want to forgive. And it can be hard, you know. Um, But I really like that, that statement, knowing that no human is perfect, you know. And it's true. We aren't. And to expect that would be outrageous because that means we expect that of ourselves. And um, that's just quite impossible. Um, So I hope you got something out of that reading. And I hope that you can think more about the relationships in your lives. And um, lighten your load with forgiveness. Although it's very difficult at times. So um, I will see you guys back here tomorrow. um, Which will be the 19th. And tomorrow we are talking about... Let's see, um, soul programming, soul programming. I actually don't even know what that means. So what we're going to do instead is preparation and integration, which is a topic we've done here on before, but we can always do more. So we'll be doing preparation and integration tomorrow. I will see you guys back here and have an awesome Sunday.